Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Good early Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a Saturday edition of Political Straight Talk. I am your host, the Political Superman, and we are coming to you live at the foothills of Cherokee National Forest, where it's downright pretty up here. The time, 12.08 a.m. on the East Coast, 9.08 p.m. Friday on the Left Coast. And hot topic notes for tonight. Did Donald Trump torpedo himself? Did Hillary get torpedoed? And can we have any less of a reason to vote for either one of these two? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about sex, drugs, rock and roll, Christianity, and when should we forgive, forget, and move on? And... Does Christianity allow to string up a child molester? Those topics and more tonight on Political Straight Talk. The program is brought to you by three sponsors this evening. Sponsor numero uno, the Wall Street Journal, where you get the right news at the right time, wsj.com in the upper right-hand corner. Type in Political Straight Talk, and it's a win-win for you, a win-win for me. I make money, you get a discount, and everybody's happy. It's also brought to you by Chick-fil-A, where we didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. You can get a number one, large-sized cherry Coke. Enjoy it today. And sponsor number three, and we're going to be hearing more about this in the coming months, but that sponsor is Secret Sleepers, where we go and sleep in the rat hole so you don't have to. More to come in following episodes. All right, we have a ragtag group here with us this evening. And we're going to talk Trump, we're going to talk sex, we're going to talk drugs, we're going to talk rock and roll. And we have brought in an expert, an expert, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about the sex part of everything going on. Okay? She has been to Las Vegas, to the Bunny Ranch. She has been in the Deja Vu Club of Nashville. And she currently works the metropolitan area of Laverne, but only as a supervisor. Tammy, tell us, does this kill Trump? No. After that introduction, how can I say anything? Um, (laughs) Those of us never Trumpers have, have been trying and searching and hoping and praying and I don't know, sending up smoke signals, uh, uh, burning incense in the house to have some reason to vote for him. And the only thing, by gosh, that we can we can come up with is that he's better than Hillary, and Hillary can't win. I mean, this is this is insane, insane. Does this hurt? Does this hurt him? 
I think it does. I may does be in it the cost minority. Him the election? Um, I think it depends on how he handles it. I agree. He's already come out and apologized, so that's a positive. Um, I'm going to go to my my next guest. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to be easy on her, okay? Because she's got a couple things working against her. One, she's above the Mason-Dixon line. Now, we're sorry about that. She don't have the ability to have sweet tea. And they don't love biscuits and gravy up there. And we understand that that's un-American. But we're trying, we're trying to integrate her. As a matter of fact, we're going to allow her to move to North Carolina in short order. Patricia, does this hurt Donald Trump? To a man, to to a woman, and to a man on this call, how many of us have had conversations we'd rather not be public? They're not running for office. But since when did running for office become a barometer of everything you've said in the past, everything you've done? I think about it all the time when I'm thinking about running for office. I think about the skeletons that I might have possibly in my closet that would come out and embarrass my family or my friends. Cherokee yeah. people, Cherokee pride. Oh, sorry. That's Sioux Nation for you. That's Sioux Nation, okay? <laughs> Listen, I don't have a song for Sioux Nation. I have one for Cherokee, okay? Damn it. A completely different animal here. Barbara, I haven't called upon you yet. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Well, that's all right. We'll let we'll let the Charlie Brown of the organization come in. Oh, thank you. Barbara is from Podunk, Middle Tennessee. They <laughs> pop in sunlight at her residence. She gets her water from a well and... She had to walk uphill both ways to get to McDonald's today. So, Barbara, does this hurt Donald Trump? No. And I'll tell you why. Because this is Donald Trump. He's done this all his life. He has, you know, he's, uh, you know, yes, it was clear what he says, but that's Donald Trump. He's crude. He talks about women in a crude way. You know, he walked around saying how he was going to do Princess Diana. You know, he can do any woman he wants, according to Donald Trump. So, no, this is it's, not going to It's not given the, what Okay. And, and let's play on that a second. Given the star factor, given that these women, as it were, basically throw themselves at people that have fame, fortune, power, is he far off in his comments? On some of them, no. Now, yes, I probably wouldn't have made mention about going walking up and grabbing No, I wouldn't have their private parts because A, you never know <laughs> what's down there. And number two, it's yeah. just not the way that's just not the way to do it. In all seriousness, folks, I have yeah. spent years uh, 
combating um, both sexual harassment and the idolizing of the female body or, I guess, objectifying females. Now, there is one exception to that rule. Kelly Martin. Kelly Martin. (laughs) But everybody else off limits. And in all seriousness, not even Kelly Martin. Uh, She is a beautiful woman. But no woman... No woman deserves to be objectified because I would not want my daughter objectified. And as a result, I have to, you know, uh, yeah. Now, having said that, we're going to bring in our, what appears to be our final panelist of the evening. And, yeah. Mark, does this hurt Donald Trump? No. Tell me why. I will see it like this. In the group chat, I made mention that I was trolling Hillary Clinton's Twitter account. Well, somebody in Hillary's campaign who runs her Twitter account said that this man should not be president because of the video. So I ushered in an interesting caveat. I said, that your husband was a rapist before he became the president of the United States. This is an off-the-cuff thing that Donald Trump said. It was a locker room comment yeah, that, that, in truth, should have been should have remained private. Should it have been said at all? Probably not. But again, I go back to number one, eleven years ago. Number two, whoever went and dug this up had to dig, okay? They had to dig. They didn't just Google this and it come up because stuff in 2005, you've got you've to manually go find and manually put on the Internet because you didn't have the search engines that you have now. Right. Okay. And I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this come from the Hillary camp, but wait, there's more. Simultaneously, our good friend over at uh, WikiLeaks decides to do a counterpunch. And that counterpunch was he released 2,000 of John Podesta's emails and several of the speeches of Hillary Clinton's, where Hillary Clinton is very clearly advocating for open borders, open trade, and wants Wall Street, who she goes out there and rails against, to help usher it in. And all John Podesta will say is, how are we to know these weren't edited and fabricated? I don't have time to go back through all these. Which to me says, ding, 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 ding. They're legit. They know they're legit, which is why they're not talking about them. So you're going to see Hillary hunker down. Uh, If you guys have noticed, everybody's getting a break from political ads because they've pulled them off of the East Coast, and they've pulled them out of a couple of other states. I think if Donald Trump comes out of the gate Sunday night, knocks it out of the ballpark, he can attack her all he wants. 
but he needs to not get sucked in to her. Stay on the offensive. Keep it going. They're going to be a very large crowd watching this debate, probably larger than the previous one. And if I were him, I would take my opening introduction, and I would say, you know what, guys, I made a comment in 2005 that objectified women or or blah, 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 and, you know, I, I truly regret it, blah, blah. Now, he's already apologized today. You've seen uh, Speaker Ryan come out and say, you know, don't come campaign with me. He didn't withdraw his endorsement. He just said, don't come campaign with me. You've got uh, Governor Huntsman out of Utah pulling his endorsement. You've got a couple of others that are low, no name, pulling their endorsements. But I'll tell you one that was surprisingly absent. Because of all this? I'm sorry? Because of all this tape? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. There is one endorsement that did not get pulled that I was quite surprised. Would anybody want a Helen Keller a guess? Ted Cruz. I didn't hear that. Can somebody say that a little bit louder? Ted Cruz. Now, I would think he'd be the first one out to say, you know, we can't condone this. I have to pull my endorsement. He didn't. I'm surprised. Now, I don't think you're going to see many more jump off the bandwagon because I think you're going to see those three that pulled their endorsements knee-jerk reaction to a video. Now, I think that if the Trump campaign focuses on the emails, which is more important to you guys? A comment made 11 years ago on a bus by two horny old men or speeches that directly affect our country where a person says I want open borders I want complete open trade with a doubling of the trade with Latin America this is a lose lose for the United States I'd say the uh, emails more important Tammy? I'm sorry. You didn't call me. You're fine, Barbara. Unmute yourself, Tammy. (laughs) When you're done talking to yourself, hit the unmute button and come back to us. (laughs) Patricia? Um, I would definitely... um say the uh, speeches are the ones that uh, I would not want. I agree. I I wouldn't want somebody. I mean, she's pretty well laid out. Look, American sovereignty is going to shit. So who do you go vote for? Do you go vote for somebody that may comment free speech, no matter how vulgar it is, free speech in this country, um, versus someone who has said hey, I'm basically going to strip you of your sovereignty. Mark, what say you? Well, I say that we look at everything Hillary Clinton has said over the last 30 years, and it's pretty much an act. She's a very good actress on the political stage. And I can 
forgive Trump for saying something vulgar, but I can't forgive Trump for I can't forgive Hillary Clinton for saying something behind closed doors. Something she's getting paid for. Because twenty eight point one million dollars. Hillary Clinton has lived a very privileged life. She was a first lady of the United States. She received the benefits of that title after that title was relinquished. She became a surrogate for the Clinton administration. She was able to do speeches where she actually was able to speak her mind. And what Hillary Clinton is going to say in the emails and in the private speeches is that she has nothing but contempt for everyone else in this country. Because she thinks she is part of the ruling class. She thinks that she should have a crown and should be a princess in some faraway Disney fantasy. And if you really look at Hillary Clinton, the life of Hillary Clinton is nothing more than her writing the coattails of someone else. And this is her opportunity to make history. The only problem is, Hillary Clinton is a very boring person. And Hillary Clinton has been in the limelight and in the in the limelight and in the political spectrum for so long that she is nothing more than a robotic candidate. uttering words that a campaign advisor has been telling her. Hell, the first debate was nothing more than her reciting lines from her advisors. So Hillary is nothing more than a robot. She is looking for the satisfaction of being the first female to be elected president of the United States. Well, she was going to be given that title in 2008, but the first black president took president over the first female president. So what happens between now and November is her trying to grasp a hole on her place in history because November 8 will dictate if she, if she is a joke, or a figure. And she will do everything in her power to become a figure. So do you think the Clinton campaign was behind the release of this video? Yes, I do. I do too. People are going to look at this and say, this was 11 years ago. And If if I were them... If I was the Trump camp, I would just start playing that video. What does it matter now? 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. I'd be talking about what does matter now.
All right. Tammy, are you back with us? Tammy Sharp. Sharpie, the sharp one. Oh, hail Tammy. Please hit the unmute button. Well, no no unmute button from Tammy. While we're waiting on Tammy to come and join the living, remember that this program is brought to you by Chick-fil-A, where they didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Have a number one large size with Cherry Coke today. We're going to be giving away some more coupons. Last month and the month before, we have exceeded what we were supposed to give away. But Chick-fil-A has been gracious enough to give us 120 more for the remainder of the year. So I've got to be stingy. And we're going to be we're going to be uh, giving those out a little differently. So tune in to soon to come episodes. And just so you all know, we are going to be going back to a regular format. We will be going back to a regular format, um, but we are going to cut down our days. So uh, we're going to be going back and cutting down a little bit. Now. Going on to the next topic, and this topic falls right in Tammy's category, so I wish she'd hurry up and get back. But uh, So we've discussed Thumpa Trump and his stupid comments. Personally, and this is what I seem to be hearing and seeing in Facebook is, you know, people know that Trump's this way. And he's off the cuff, and it just goes to prove he's more off the cuff. Um. But let's go to our next topic, and that is Hurricane Matthew. We would like to thank, like to thank, we'd like to let people know that uh, we're keeping the east coast of the United States, the people of Haiti, um, in our prayers and thoughts. And if anybody can afford, we'd ask you to donate to the various relief funds, just not the Red Cross, not the Haiti Fund, and not the Clinton Foundation. There are other good programs out there where the money will go to help. Contact your local churches. They'll know. Um, Let's talk something else going on in politics in the last uh, couple of days, and that is the selection of Bob Corker for Trump's national security group. Do we support that? Do we not? Somebody talk to me. Maybe they'll send him uh, somewhere to one of the stands and he'll get out of Tennessee. Oh, look who decided to rejoin us. I just... (laughs) You know me, I lit lit an inferno, so I started getting calls on it. Well, here's what I'm... Go ahead, I didn't hear you. Well, here's what I got to say, my peeps. Okay, and this is my first public statement to this effect. 
and I'm, I too am going to start a firestorm. I have yet to do it on Facebook, but I come to the conclusion earlier this week that we have a job to do as Republicans, as conservatives, and as Americans. We know for a fact Hillary Clinton wants open borders. She said it in speeches. We know for a fact she wants open trade, hurts American jobs. We know for a fact that she is not pro-business. We know for a fact she is not pro-Christianity. We know for a fact she is not pro-life, pro-gun, pro-free speech, pro-Bill of Rights, pro-Constitution. Need I keep going? We know for a fact that she is not pro-America at all because she is pro-Democrat Party. And the Democrat Party will look for victims, and the chief victim creator right now is Hillary Clinton. Well, thank you. She's a woman. She has a vagina, and she... Oh, Lord. At least we think she does. Well, Hillary is the... Hillary Mark. is the new picture person for the victimhood in which the other party has created their mantra. Okay. So Hillary Clinton is going to stand there in her ivory tower and forget the last 30 years of her life. Hillary Clinton's going to stand there and say, I am your champion. If you are the poor or if you are the indigent, or you of the immigrant, or you of the refugee, I am your champion. Come to America because I am your champion. In hindsight, Hillary Clinton is nothing more than a political hack that has been in politics for 30-plus years and has nothing to achieve for herself except that she was the first lady for a guy with very, very, very questionable morals well here's here's what i'm going to say say on it and then i'm going to the point i was trying to make which is going to stir it up okay number one comment made 11 years ago use hillary clinton's words what does it matter now it don't does it show a pattern with trump yes it does was it despicable yes it is does he have the freedom of speech in this country yes he does pure and simple Now, do we expect our presidents to act like that? Obviously not. But at the end of the day, here's what you have to weigh out, okay? Number one, words, you know, go back to the old phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. If you choose to allow someone else's words to affect you, that's on you. We have, and I've went through a little over 800 of them so far. We have multiple speeches that Hillary Clinton has given in the past several years, okay, listen to me, where she says, I want open borders. She says, I want more trade. The trade hurts us. It doesn't help us. It hurts us. The free trade crap. All these agreements benefit these other countries. So then what are they going to do? These open borders are going to flood our country with low-skilled, low-waged people from third-world countries that are going to push, A, high-paying jobs out, B, and I don't mean this to sound like it's going to, but it's going to, 
the white worker will be pushed out of the market. Now think about that. Okay, we're hearing them talk about free education. We heard Hillary talk about it in one of her speeches, that the government should pay for the education. Well, guess what? If the government pays for the education, the government can control what's taught in the classroom. Think about that. That's right. So, it is with those things in mind that... Hillary cannot become the President of the United States. And as such, the only block that there is at this moment to prevent that very thing from happening is Donald J. Trump. Is everybody listening? So, as of right now, I have decided that on November the 8th, actually before then, I will be casting and encouraging those of my family, friends, neighbors, cousins, and uncles that rely on me to advise them to vote for Donald J. Trump. And And that that decision comes not easily. And I had already decided to make the announcement today. just so happens this tape came out. But... At the end of the day, as Americans, we have a responsibility to stop Hillary Clinton from becoming president because we know what she will do to this country. Donald Trump is on record years and years and years saying he don't like free trade. Okay? Is it partly self-serving because of his businesses? Yes, it is. But you know what? I think it's time Americans become self-serving. Okay? They're not going to ask him to drop out. Too late. Won't happen. And this isn't going to affect his numbers. It's going to hurt him tonight. It's going to hurt him tomorrow. Overnight trackings for tonight and tomorrow will be hit. Um, He's come out and apologized. That's going to get him a long way. Um, But anybody of any consequence isn't dropping him because they know that the stakes are too high. They just are too high. There is no... There is no dropping out. It's too late. He's on the ballots. The ballots are printed. Early voting starts next week in some places. Um, mail-in ballots had to be out by yesterday, I believe, for most of Florida. So it's time to put up or shut up. And if you love this country and you want this country to not be a third-world cesspool, we have to vote for Donald Trump for three reasons. One, He's the easiest to get rid of if we have to get rid of him. Two, we know where he stands on the border issue. We know where he stands on the free trade issue. Those are two very important things facing us. Number three, because to not to throw a vote away is a bad thing. And I have preached and preached and preached on this, and you're going to get... uh, You know, I'm going to catch some flack on it, and that's fine. I'm prepared for it. Yes, he is a dictator-esque type person, but he has a Congress around him. He's going to have a Supreme Court around him. He's not going to be able to get by with a lot of things. And I know people are going to say, look at what Obama's done. But the truth is, Obama had a Congress Congress allowing it to go through. Trump's going to be caught at every turn. So I encourage everybody to vote for Donald Trump for President of the United States, 
This is my viewpoint. does not represent that of any organization I'm with outside of here uh, and is only my viewpoint. And so, I, Mark, as the co-host of Particular Straight Talk, will also be casting my ballots for Donald J. Trump because it is in the best interest of my country that we do not let Hillary Rodden Clinton become the president of the United States. And, and now, I am, I am, I am reminded by something that William F. Bug Jr. said that we do not look for the most conservative candidate, but the most conservative candidate in the race in which we vote for. And at this point, it is Donald J. Trump. So, the this whole microphone issue, once these WikiLeaks. Once more of them come out, and more are coming. He said he's going to release them once a week. Uh, more are coming. Based on what was put out earlier today, the next set's going to be worse than this set. And early voting in most states that allow it start next week. Okay, at the end of next week. Tammy, it starts here on the 15th. Tammy? She must be out fighting a battle on Twitter. So, that's that's that on, on that part of it. So, those of you that want to send me hate mail, feel free to do so. You have your right to your opinion. Um, just keep it clean. Don't threaten people. And uh, don't threaten my children because I will hunt you down. No hate mail for me. I've come to the same conclusion. Um, you know, Wait, I, did did I just hear Barbara make a move over to the Trump column? Mm-hmm. Yep. I just I made up my mind that she can never, never, ever sit behind. She can her. never be president. Right. I I can I can go to sleep at night knowing that my vote blocked her from becoming president. Yep. And that's the that's the truth of it right there. Right. And I I dare say this because I, I know some of you are going to take great pleasure in this comment, but I can understand where Ted Cruz came from when he made his statement. Mm-hmm. So um, I have uh, I have pondered it. I've thought about it. I've agonized over it. I missed a lot of sleep last night because of it, and that became. The decision was made this morning. So, all right. Moving on to the next topic here on Political Straight Talk. We're going to go more, let's get away from politics, and let's go and talk about Christianity. Everybody say yay for Christianity. Woohoo! Amen. Today I made a post on my wall. That post had to do with a petition that's been sent to the White House where mucho people, I don't know what the number is now, but it was pretty high, 60-some thousand, have asked that should this individual that raped a nine-month-old baby in West Virginia be found guilty, they want him hung by the neck until dead, in public. 
I've got a better one. I totally disagree with this idea. I think that this guy should be put in J-pop, and in the same. And it's J-pop. No, it's J-pop. General, general. Yeah, J-pop. Yeah, general. Yeah. He should be put in the same places where Derek Foley was. He should experience a five-hour foot long. Mark. And be given every opportunity to repay to repent to society within the penal system. Okay, yeah. well he'll be dead. Well, if he's get if he gets killed in prison, you know, so be it. But death okay. by hanging is too easy for this monster. Well let me alleged monster. He's innocent until proven guilty. Now, let me. This is why we took this topic, and this is why we're having this this part of the discussion. A fellow pastor posted on my wall today that he vehemently disagreed. And who were we to cast judgment? Which, by the way, the Bible mentions in many places where we can cast judgment upon those that would break the laws of the land as well as the laws of God. And in the Old Testament and New Testament, for those of you that think the Old Testament is irrelevant. And the he basically says we should forgive him and love him and basically pat his butt and help burp him. Now let me let me be clear. Very clear. My ex-wife was married to a, a gentleman that his daughter accused him of molesting her. My ex-wife immediately took our daughter to the doctor's office, had her examined, because my daughter has special needs, okay? The only thing she would be able to tell us is that somebody hurt her. Now, she could tell you where, you know, she can give you a description but a court would be less likely to pay her attention because she is mentally handicapped. Let me be clear. I will kill, murder, otherwise disembowel anyone should they ever mess with any of my children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, etc., 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 and I think that I would be well within my rights to do so. We are commanded as Christians, as humans, as Americans, to protect those that can't protect themselves. And any predator that would prey upon a child, and here's what makes this bad, and Jill, I know you don't like these descriptions, so you're not going to like this one. This man, okay, engaged in sex acts with a nine-month-old baby. I want that to sink into everybody's head just a moment. An adult male 
engaged in a sex act with a nine-month-old baby. Now, I am told today, Sam, my ex-wife, informed me today, and just to let you all know, she is a child protective services worker for a sheriff's department in Florida. She sees this all the time. And she was basically telling me how common these things are. Now, she said not necessarily a nine-month-old baby, but young. I'm sorry, but nobody, uh, this gentleman states that he went into the basement to do the laundry. He blacked out, and he doesn't understand how the baby got down there or how he sexually molested this child. Sure, sure. Now. Can I interject something in here, Fabian? By all means. I was getting ready to come to everybody anyway. What I would do, and I've already stated this, and I'm going to say it ladylike. I'm not going to be... You can... Listen, this program is marked as adult content. You can say what you need to say. Well, then they need to take him and hang him by his dick and his balls. (laughs) Jill has pretty much said the same thing in the chat. Okay. And that's the only way that he should be taken care of. Let him Actually, hang until he's dead. I got one even better for you guys. I got one better for you. Okay? Okay. You string his ass up in public in like a four-point restraint where he's standing up. You lay a dull spoon that has been sharpened down. And you let anyone that's ever had a child that's been messed with take their anger out on him. The catch is, they can't kill him, and they only get three to four strikes with the dull spoon. Everybody that's ever had a child messed with, you let him suffer the same agony and the same pain that they suffer. Yeah. Yeah. I would say don't protect this criminal. No, I took it. This guy is a worthless piece of human excrement. Let the prison system do what they will to him. If they put him in G-pop, where he becomes the favorite soap dropper, so be it. Well, I have a... They won't I, do I, I don't care what happens to him. They won't they the won't put him system. in general population anymore. They put one in and they sued and won millions of dollars. Now they're in prison for sixty years, but they won millions of dollars cash money and now they're living like a king. Yeah. Okay. Now, a rotten piece of wood and sodomize well, the son of That bitch. is an indictment of our legal system. I think you I, take a I think you take a old wooden broom. And show them how it feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. My Jill, I, I know that's probably offensive. I apologize. That's, but that's exactly what I say. They, they tore this baby up. Mm. This, this baby was so torn up. And there was so much blood loss from this son of a bitch. Allegedly, and we do have to say allegedly. No, they've already got uh, proof. Uh, well, 
until a jury finds him guilty, it's allegedly. Now, I think that they're going to try the insanity defense. They've already started with the whole blackout business and this and that and that and this. And I just, I, I go back to my original question. Okay, because my friend put this on here and he says that basically as Christians we're supposed to forgive him and love him and blah, 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 blah. Do we forgive him? Do we love him? And do we say, oh, well, you know, you found religion so you're forgiven of this? I would ask Tammy, but she's probably off polishing her Kubicons. Um, Barbara. Forgiven? For what? For sodomizing a nine-month-old baby? No. I can't know. Even but doesn't your faith require forgiveness? So let's say he goes into the confessional. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. And he lays out his sins and the Father absolves him. Sure, he's been caught. You know, that's, that's the trouble with these prisoners. They get caught. Sure, they find God. Sure, they're going to find God when they go into prison and get caught. No, I, I couldn't forgive them for that. No. Okay. That's charged. No. Okay. So, Patricia. For my faith, I would have to forgive him, but I cannot forgive what he's done, and that we do not have to do. Jesus said to hate the sin and love the sinner. Actually, that's not true, by the way. Uh, that is that is one of those phrases that people use that crap all the time. It's not true. And that never was said in there. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Okay. Um, Jill, Jill is correct. Only God can determine the wholeness or blackness of the heart when forgiveness is asked for. So she's right. Um, forgiveness generally isn't for the person we're forgiving. It's generally for us so that we don't carry the hate and the anger and the rage around in the heart. But I go back. The question that I'm, I'm putting out there is, as a society, do we forgive him? And do we, in other words, are we wrong for thinking that he should pay the ultimate price for the crime that he committed? Because he's being charged with murder. Capital murder, which gives it special circumstances. As he should be. But West Virginia does not have the death penalty. Well, then he needs to be sent, uh, taken to another state. That does, okay. does give the, the, the uh, death penalty. Now, as I was thinking about this topic today, the one name that kept coming to mind for me was Carla Faye Tucker. Does anybody remember that case? Oh, yeah. The case was in Texas under a then-Governor George Bush. Uh-huh. She, had partic- she had participated in a robbery, and it was a, it was a nasty one. And she had, that is true, Jill. Uh, she had participated in a in a very nasty robbery. Some people lost their lives. Um, she was on drugs. She doesn't even remember 
a lot of the things. She did find religion. Uh, she did live the way she acted, acted the way she lived behind bars. Uh, but she had a death sentence. Come time to put the death sentence into play, a lot of people, including Pat Robertson of 700 Club, went to bat trying to get uh, then-Governor Bush to commute her sentence to life in prison. She said that she wanted her life spared if it could be spared, but if it couldn't, she knew where she was going as soon as it was done. That was her words to Governor Bush. Governor Bush, against a lot of pressure, chose to carry out the death penalty. A lot of people felt that was wrong. Me, my belief was I didn't know all the facts of the case, but I bet if I'd have known all the facts of the case, I'd have probably felt it should be carried out. So, uh, my viewpoints on the death penalty, though, have actually changed a lot over the last few years. My only problem with the death penalty is that if we put one person, one innocent person to death, then we have failed, and the justice system has failed. Just like when we lock up innocent people. You know, we're seeing a lot of people released that were locked up 10, 15, 20 years ago with 30, 40, and 50-year sentences being released because DNA evidence is clearing them. Now, I've heard a lot of people say, well, it's heavy on the black populace. It's heavy on this populace. No, it ain't. It's all across the board. It's all across the board. So, it's it's a tough thing, but I think with that son of a bitch, if he's found guilty, It was good for him. I didn't know that about Ted Bundy. I learned something new today. Um, All right, let's go on to a not-so-heavy topic, unless anybody has any comments about... Well, I have one comment. I believe that God will use people as a vessel. And God will carry out his judgment on earthly people. So in the case of George Bush deciding that he was going to carry out the sentence, that was God saying, You're, this is my will. And you being an earthly man, you are going to carry out my will on this earth. And with this, with any case, I do believe that God will intercede in earthly realms. And that he will use his angels and use his prophets and use all his might to make sure that his judgment enters the heart of mortal men. So whatever I agree. we whatever we believe is just and righteous. It may not be us as sentient mortal beings, but may be that God himself has decided that that person needs to be judged in this earthly realm. So whatever happens to this man, 
I believe that it is God's judgment upon him in his earthly positions. Whatever happens in his afterlife, that's between him and God. Do I hear a baby or do I hear Tammy's ignorant cat? No, it's mine. He's got ignorant. Okay, next question. And this is totally off topic. Based on what we've seen the past, let's say, week and a half, two weeks since the debate, who wins the presidency? Based on everything we know tonight, who wins the presidency? And all I need to know is Trump or Clinton or the House of Representatives. Patricia. Trump. Barbara. Trump. <laughs> that is true, Jim. Uh, Mark. Donald J. Trump. Tammy. She's muted in a Twitter war with somebody. Jill. Jill's choosing to be quiet on the on the chat tonight, so I'll ask her in the chat. And uh the Roddy fella, who wins the presidency based on what you know now? Trump or Clinton? Jill says the House of Representatives. There's only one scenario where that happens. I uh, I was doing the math, and kind of ironically, I came up with a scenario where he can win, or where it would be a 269-269 tie. In that case, Mike Pence is the new president. I agree. If that happens and it goes to the House, I do think it'll be Mike Pence, because the House isn't bound to vote. The problem is going to be the electors. The electors then become a, because, well, electors are irrelevant in the House, so never mind. Um, Roddy, he's a guest, or she is uh, a guest, and they think that, uh, he thinks that Donald's going to win, so do I. Jill, it's where... It's where uh, Donald takes New Hampshire, Clinton takes North Carolina, Virginia, Donald takes Pennsylvania, uh, and this works either way because they can lose Pennsylvania and pick up North Carolina. Uh, it wasn't a neither. It was only them. You don't factor in anybody else. They're irrelevant. Those other three or four that are running, they're completely irrelevant. They're a waste of time and a waste of effort, just to be honest. They're running just to say, hey, my name is on the ballot. Um, Trump took New Hampshire. I'd have to go pull the map. I've got it sitting out there. And with each day that goes by, I adjust things. Right now, though, if things hold 
based on what I'm seeing. My map actually right now has Trump at 286. Yeah, there's nothing about Johnson. He's got three, four points nationally, and he's not doing he's not doing that well. Uh, without voter fraud, bigger landslide than Reagan. Actually, that would be not true, depending on what year. My prediction has been it will be 1980 fashion. But you have to remember in 1984, Reagan won 49 of the 50 states. You can't really do better than that. Um, Trump still leads in Minnesota. Trump leads in Nevada, New Mexico, North Carolina, Florida. So we'll just have to wait and see. All right, we're going to open the floor up for those that want to bring up topics here on Political Straight Talk. So if anybody wants to throw something out there, throw it out. Doesn't matter what topic, just throw it out. Well, I will bring up Hurricane Matthew because the areas in which Hurricane Matthew is impacting are pretty much four swing states. Oh, I have already heard about this today. Hillary Clinton's people already have lawyers. They have already requested the Secretary of State and the governors of Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, and a couple of others extend the voting registration deadline. Because as you all know, it ends in five days. And all of them have said no. Even Even Terry McAuliffe of Virginia said no. Well, you have to look at it like this. We all know that Hillary Clinton will not be on the ground in those impacted areas. Right. Because she is pretty much scripted. She has her mental issues. She has her physical ailments. And she's not going to be distributing aids and services to whatever. If I was advising the Trump campaign at this point, I would say, first of all, you go check out your properties at Durango in Florida. And when you're there, start distributing water, food, and other services. Then you go up in Trump Force One to Georgia. Then you go to North Carolina. Then you go to Virginia. Then you go to South Carolina. I'm just wondering when you're going to get on to the whole Howard Dean thing there. Well, you make your presence known. See, one of the things with Superstorm Sandy in in 2012 is that Barack Obama looked presidential. Man, he that looked, was that is what won him the election. That exactly. stroll down the beach. Exactly because he was seen as the comfort and chief of America. He was there. And it doesn't matter that Chris Christie was there or not. He was seen as a person of influence who was able to be the comforter of the victims of that storm. Now, if Trump would do the same thing, he would win a landslide. And one of the things that we've seen over the last few months, Donald Trump and Mike Pence came to Baton Rouge. For those who don't know, Baton Rouge was heavily impacted by flooding. Well, 
it may have been nothing more than a campaign appearance, but Donald J. Trump and Mike Pence were seen on the ground. They were distributing toys for the kids, water for the people. You know, they were acting presidential. And that's a Photoshop, that's a photo op that they must have. It would be very easy for Donald J. Trump to go into those areas affected by Hurricane Michael just for a photo op. Because we know that Hillary won't do it. And even if Hillary does do it, people are going to see this as nothing more than a photo op. Trump has the resources, he has the initiative to actually help people. Hell, even if Donald J. Trump walked into Haiti right now, he touched his plane down in Port-au-Prince and said, I am going to help distribute water and food and things like that. Even that will give him a boost in the American psyche. Because we as Americans look to our president as someone who's going to comfort us in those times of crisis. And there's no bigger political statement than the first candidate who acts as the comfort-in-chief of America. All right. Thank you. Gotta love Mark's commentary, I'm telling you. Okay, let's see. All right, trying to determine here where we're going to go next. This one was kind of thrown together. I usually have a list, so we kind of threw this one together. Okay, any other topics to come up? Um, I have heard rumors that the guns for Libya thing, that Assange has those. The Clinton campaign sent an internal memo that somebody accidentally <laughs> sent to a Republican strategist that they're worried they're going to release those. Um, who's so, going to release those next? I don't know. What do you think he's going to release next? I have no idea. I think that the WikiLeaks thing is nothing more than political theater. Well, I agree that it's political theater. <laughs> I think people in the most part have made up their minds. Agreed. And anything that Trump says or Hillary says over the next four and a half weeks is nothing more than cannon fodder. See, a lot of the polls that I have been reviewing are skewed to Democrats. And the people who are going to vote in this election 
are people whose votes have not been counted in years. So the pollsters really don't know who's going to the polls November 8th. And that's that's a problem. Yes, it is. They're making their best educated guess as to who is going to vote. But I can tell you this. The support for Trump far outweighs the support for Clinton. And you keep talking about a 1980 landslide. I keep talking about a 1988 landslide. And I will say this because I believe that the electorate is so discouraged by the status quo of both parties. They see Donald Trump as a person who is outside the realm of the party system. He may be running as a Republican, but he is their hope of changing the system in which we have today. And that's why nothing that Donald Trump has said over the last 18 months has really affected him in the polls. Because they see through the BS, they see through the party system, and they're looking to a man who is not going to be a puppet for their party, but a champion for the common man. So when that resonates, at the pollsters, and I'm sure that's going to come probably around Halloween. Halloween, you will get your best guess at what the pollsters are. I'm sorry. Come Halloween, you will get your best guess at where the polls really are because those pollsters will try to make themselves legitimate for the next election cycle. So, I, th- I think you're going to see I think you'll see during early voting, we'll be able to tell by pulling the early votes in multiple areas who's gonna who's got the best who's got the better voter turnout. I would agree with that because the pollsters are taking into account the last two presidential cycles. They're also taking into account the last three midterm cycles. So their polling data is based on past elections. Well, I can tell you in Louisiana, I have had a host of people who usually vote Democrat change their registration to Republican solely on the purposes of voting for Donald J. Trump in the primary. But that doesn't necessarily translate into a general. No, No, it doesn't translate into a general, but it tells me that a state like Louisiana And no matter how red you think Louisiana is, 
there are so many Democrats who have been registered Democrats all their lives. And for them to make the effort to go to their clerk of courts and change their registration just to vote in the primary tells me something. And for those who have closed primary systems in this country, look at the number of people who switched their party affiliation before those primaries. And that only gives you a fraction of how other people are seeing this election. Anybody else want to follow that up? Well, what he says is absolutely true. We're going to tell a lot from the numbers that start coming in. I've never really, you know, thought much of early voting. I've never done it. I really didn't think that it would count that much. It and does. You get a you get a huge barometer. But it also helps you it also helps you gauge what you need to do leading into election day. Okay. As a matter of fact Go ahead, Mark. I don't believe there's a media outlet today, including Fox News or any other conservative media who's looking at this election as a Trump victory. And I will say that because everyone everyone who is reporting on the polls or on this election has their own special interest involved. For the conservative media, they're saying, well, we need to get the vote out for Trump. For the liberal media, they're saying, well, look at what Trump is doing Hillary is up by so much. Well, none of these polls, and I have analyzed a lot of these polls that have come out over the last month, none of them really touch upon what the American populace is thinking. And for the most part, all the American populace has to do is look around. Are jobs really have have jobs really been created over the last seven years of the Obama administration? The answer would be no. And do you want the status quo? Do you want the economic policies of Barack Obama continued with Hillary Clinton? Do you want the foreign policy? And it may not sound like a big poster issue, but in the back of people's heads, Benghazi, Syria, what's happened on American soil over the last seven years, resonates with those voters whose the posters are not really talking to. Well, the low-information voters, as, as Fabian likes to call them, are not looking at it like that because all they see is a woman running for president. That's all they're looking at. You know, they're not looking at, you know, 
they don't look at it as a third term of Obama. They don't look at it as, you know, well, you know, I don't have a job, you know, I don't have enough pay. You know, they're saying it's a first woman president, like it's the first black president. That's all they see. Uh, I disagree. Because well, if that was the case, this this election would be over. Well, let me tell you a secret about the low information voters. They're probably about ten percent of the electorate, and that's it. What? Did you say low information? The low information voters are pretty much those who are going to be voting for Hillary, and they're going to be voting for Hillary because she has a D in the back of her name, or because they have certain body parts that others don't. But those are the ones who, of course, the pollsters are going to be looking for. When it gets down to who really is going to decide this election, it's going to be the hardworking men and women of this country who care about their families, who care about their income, and cares about their country as a whole. And those are the people that are not being polled by the pollsters. Those are the people who sat out in 2012, 2008, because they didn't like the garbage the Republicans put forth. So they stayed home. We need to realize, if it wasn't for about 2 million voters, Mitt Romney would be the next, would have been POTUS. If it wasn't for about 2 million voters who stayed home, John McCain would have won as POTUS. And those people have woken up. They have looked to see what has happened over the last seven years. And they have said, we have had enough. We want our voices to be heard. We don't care who polls us. We do know that we are going to the polls on November 8th, and we are not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. So when we talk about what's going to happen on November 8th, I will keep saying this. It will be very ugly for Hillary, and it will be over before California's polls have closed. Well, I think Sunday night's debate, I think Sunday night's debate will, more so now because of this, the statements that are out there, yeah. I think that, that Trump has to bring his A game. I think if he brings his A game, he can put this thing to bed, Yeah. and it'll be over. Okay. Right. But I think he, but I think he has to put it to bed. Do you think he ought to be Trump? Ought to be Trump, or just he was too reserved the last time? He was just no. He was on defense the last time. That was the problem. He stayed on defense. If I was Trump, Sunday night, any question. Dealing with America, dealing with the situations in which America is in right now, I would turn to the audience and say, 
I am not responsible for the last seven years. <laughs> then, if I was him, I would turn to Hillary Clinton and say, Hillary, you have been part of the Obama administration for four of the last seven years. How in the hell will you fix the mess in which you helped create? And if he does that, he wins the election. Well, I think there's a, a tad bit more that goes into it there, buddy. Yeah. Well, you got to figure that the election commission, the debate commission, is going to handpick these people. And oh, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna present questions that are gonna favor Hillary Clinton over Donald J. Trump. Yes, I think I think what Donald J. Trump needs to do is say, I have I have never been responsible for the plight in which the American people face due to their government. And he needs to keep saying that that he is not responsible for anything that has happened in government over the last 30 years. And then he should look at Hillary and say, Hillary, you were a first lady. Hillary, you were a secretary of state. Hillary, you were a senator from New York. You have a record. And as far as I'm concerned, your record is dismal. I am not a politician. I created a business. I have employed more people in my lifetime than you or any member of the of the Barack Obama administration has created. And if I have lewd comments, it's just because I'm lewd. And you know what? Deal with it. I you know, I, I think the direct approach. I do think the direct approach works. Yeah. He could say, "What difference does it make?" <laughs> we have to remember this: Ronald Reagan won election in 1980, not because he was a politician, yeah. because he spoke to the American people. When he said, are you better off now than you were four years ago, that resonated with the American populace. And he won in a landslide. Donald Trump needs to say, are you better off now than you were seven years ago? And if you're not, the person standing next to me who is running as a Democrat nominee is partially responsible for this. Because she has been a political hack for the Democratic Party since she left Wellesley. If, if that's all he has to say. If, and he could say, you know what? My past discretions are between me and God and the people involved. It did not affect the American public. And I will try my best to make sure that the interests of the American people are served through my presidency. And if he says that, he may actually win California. Well, um, 
I doubt he, that. He turned to her and said, those comments that I made, if she brings it up and he says, well, you know, I apologize for those, but those comments I made 10 years ago, what difference does it make now? <laughs> yeah, but see, he needs to lead that in with, well, just like you said about Benghazi, what difference does it make now? The only, dif- the only difference is I didn't kill somebody. And have them those servicemen that were killed sitting right yeah. front row where she has to look at them. I was crude. I-, I would just look at her and say, what does it matter now? I was crude. Under you, yeah. people died. Oh, God. You know, I would love for Hillary to bring up the video that was released today. Oh, he will. She will. She will. She will bring it up on Sunday. She got caught trying to plant people in the audience today, too. Really? I would, I would, if I was Donald J. Trump, I would turn to Hillary and say, Hillary, do you you realize that your husband victimized many women before he became the president? The perfect line for him to say is, what difference does it make now? Listen, I'd get Jennifer Flowers, Monica Lewinsky, and all those others up there. I'd hold a pre- I'd hold a press conference and apologize, and then say, "I only said things. Her husband acted on things, and she defended it." Well, I would say it like this: Hillary, actions speak louder than words. And there's a few rape cases in. Oh, that's good. That will determine where my positions are and where your husband's positions are. And can I also enter in this caveat that you discredited these women and you castigated aspersions on them. And you became nothing more than a obstacle in these women seeking justice. You will get on your high horse and, and talk about women's equality and all this other crap. But there is victims from your husband that we won't talk about because we were in civil conversations at this point. So, Hillary, you might have held Monica's hair back, then castrated her in the media thereafter. You may have watched as Jennifer... Mark? Yes, I will stop. Thank you. Okay. Now, we're... We're going to go ahead and come around for our final wrap-up. Because we've actually went over time. So, I'm going to ask some single-word questions, people. You can answer them. Tammy, are you on here? 
Tammy. All right. All right. Do the Republicans keep the House and the Senate? Mark. Yes, it yes. Tammy. Oh, she's not here. Uh, Patricia. Yes, and yes. Barbara. Yes, and yes. I say yes on the House and maybe on the Senate. Maybe. The Senate's going to... The Senate... You know, I think the Senate depends a lot on how many people vote it, turn out to vote for Trump. I really do. Okay, next question. And and it's going to be, I'm going to come around with another question directly related to this one. I asked it before, but I'll ask it again. Who wins the election? Mark. Donald J. Trump. Tammy. Er, uh, Barbara. Trump. Patricia. Trump. Okay, and I say Trump as well. Now, how does the election go? Is it a tight squeaker? Is it a blowout? Um, how do you think it's going to go, Tammy? Er. <laughs> now, I know I don't keep mute. Come on, Somebody. Come on. Come on, baby. <laughs> Whoever's on the Texas call, they must keep muting their cell for somehow. It's mute, unmute, mute, unmute. I have no idea. Anyway, okay, Mark. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You all forgot about me. Who's going to win the election? I am. That's right, me, the late-night president here at Talk Shoe Enterprises, the one and only Todd Morris. Let's make talk shoe great again, guys. Let's make it great again. Vote for me. President Todd Morris. Thank you. I love each and every one of you. Thank you. That's funny. (laughs) You ruined my time. Your daddy should be out. I get to to edit that out, but okay. All right. Mark. Oh, wait, oh, wait, I almost forgot. I am the late-night President Todd Morris, and I approve this. <laughs> that made it legal. Thank you. You're in compliance with the FEC. Mark. <laughs> you can enter this out, but his daddy should have pulled out. Mark. Anyway. Just answer the question. I did my thing on Fox News. And I had 310 for Trump, and I don't care about Hillary Clinton. You had 310? I I got 310. Dang. And I believe that it's going to be higher. Okay. Well, we'll see. I I don't know that the the comments today kind of hurt, but it all depends on how he does on Sunday. Okay, Patricia. Okay, that that completely blew my mind with that guy coming in. What was the <laughs> The question is <laughs> The question is, does Trump win we've all said Trump wins. Does he win in a close nail biter? Does he win in a blowout? Is it you know in what fashion does he win? 
I would say in a blowout. Okay. Barbara. I think it's Trump. I say he needs to choke Hillary Clinton's old wrinkly ass. He needs to choke that bitch. Choke her. Choke her right now. That old lying heifer. Y'all know she be lying. She lying. Dirty, crooked, old wrinkly Hillary Clinton. Choke that mother. Choke her right now. Choke her ass. Somebody call my mama. Choke choke her ass right now. Okay, Joe. Off of Medea.
you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. On behalf of those of us here at Political Straight Talk and our friends at Ragtag Patriots, have a good night, everybody. <laughs>